Hello and welcome to the next episode of the Cisco Technology Podcast. You're joined by me, your regular host, uh, Justin Woolen, and you can contact the podcast at, at Justin Woolen or you can email me at justin.woolen at cisco.com. That's two O's and one L. What are we going to talk about today? Cisco ran a report and it's about how do companies or organizations adopt digital technology and how's it going and what are the barriers that's stopping people and organizations adopting this digital technology and trying to get under the under the hood of what's actually stopping it. And I'm joined today by hopefully a continuing regular contributor, Dr. Alison Vincent. Hello. Unfortunately, we're not joined today by Mark. I feel like I'm, I'm sort we're of... We're missing somebody, aren't we? are missing somebody. I also yeah. feel like I'm, I'm sort of cheating on him. <laughs> <laughs> to be very honest, when I read this report, I found it very astonishing because coming from a technology company and being a bit of a techie geek, the answers aren't technology nope. and that was really interesting so mm-hmm. that's why we've got you here it is indeed Alison to explain us all about yeah. it so well, one I mean, of the things that stuck I mean, out up front up, up front, front for us it was really important that it was an independent view ah right so it wasn't view. frigged it no, wasn't precisely so, so we did yeah. it with the Institute of Cultural Capital which is in Liverpool so ah. academics who, who just looked at the data and hence interpreted the data what they saw so that was actually a brilliant way of doing it. Yeah. But you're right, it um, it was very, very surprising. I mean, they spoke to about 3,000 people in different industries, different ages. And uh, quite frankly, I found this this huge mind the gap outcome. Mind the gap. Yes. So it's a bit of a rail thing then. Yeah, <laughs> or tube thing. Or tube thing, yeah. But the true. idea that they were with, you know, the, the results came out with this huge gap between what companies think is their digital vision and actually what the employees interpret that as and there's yeah. this disconnect between what the senior leadership thought and what the employees on the ground actually thought themselves from a the spread of mm. this data i mean was it I mean, was there anything such as is it like company size or was it uh, i mean like big companies are really bad at it small companies are really good at it is it like age is there anything in there that sort of well, stuck out from that perspective? it was quite interesting they touched on industries across the sectors so every single sector Mm-hmm. They touched on large companies, medium companies, small companies. They touched on old employees, young employees. They were trying to see if there was a correlation between company size, age of somebody. So it's industry. not just like an old people aren't getting, sorry, older people, being one of them myself, mm. aren't getting it, and the young people are. It's across the whole. It's across the board. And so, in terms of the, the conclusions about the fact that there is this disconnect, was the same regardless of which, which aspect of the yeah. study you looked at. So, for instance, the large corporations, when you talk to the employees, they were saying things stopping the digital rollout were legacy systems. When you talk to medium companies, things stopping the digital rollout were things like financial uh, imperatives that are mm-hmm. stopping it. Yeah. And when you talk to the small companies, it was all about, well, actually, it's, t- it's too far away from our core business. We're just focusing on the day-to-day. Yeah, yeah. So, so there were underlying reasons in different, different verticals, but... The ones who had successful digital rollouts, it didn't matter, background. All those things didn't really didn't matter at all. All those things didn't matter at all. It was this idea that there's this disconnect which could be solved through a better digital culture. I'm just thinking about an organisation and, and are people asking for it? Are people sort of going, oh, do you know what, I think we need to be adopting it and the company's not stepping up to their, those requirements or is it the company's trying to do it and the staff aren't? aren't yeah, I mean, it, it was quite enlightening when you looked into the research. There was one particular figure saying around a quarter of workers had actually suggested a digital technology to the leadership and were they been ignored. So here's an employee saying, God, it's a brilliant idea, and it went nowhere. So there's this groundswell of employees coming up with ideas but actually the senior management ignoring those ideas which is quite 
sad, really. But if anything's going to be successful in a company, you think it's going to come from the top down in the sense of if they've got a digital strategy or want to adopt it, it's pushing it in or driving it down into the business and into the employees. It's Is there a disconnect between what companies are trying to do it, but their staff aren't adopting it, as in is there a pushback? Well, it's, it's interesting. When you looked at the employees again, so they had this concept that 30% of them believe that the senior leadership are actually struggling to push through any kind of digital strategy into the organisations. A lot of them also thought, so 30% also thought, actually, as a company, we're not ready for this new digital Mm -hmm. strategy. Companies who have made a success of this, what's special about the way that they actually generated the culture to have a successful rollout? Do you want to talk about that now, or should we just continue with my intriguing questions? (gasps) Wherever you want to go. Oh, come on, Let's go off the... So the bit that stuck with me when I read the report and when I read your... And also you blogged about this as well, didn't you? So that's up on the Cisco blog site, so go and have a look at that if you're interested. I'm bringing a lot of bias with this. I'm thinking, is it just young people are going to be able to get it and everyone's a digital native at home and now they're bringing that into... The bit that I I, I sort of try to get from it is a lot of digitisation they're expecting. And in my head, I would... With, like I said, with a bit of bias in there, is is it just the, the leadership of these companies are sort of maybe a bit older, a bit antiquated, and not Ooh. used to it? And I've been quite, you I mean, because it's not all from super IT companies like ourselves. Um, I must admit that that was one of the things that surprised me about the report, because I think prior to Cisco seeing this research, a number of us were thinking, and what we're hearing reflecting in the market, you know, if you have lots of digital natives coming into your organisation, they're going to save you. Yeah. They, they These know millennial types, apparently, yeah, they, whatever they, they are. They, they know what it is. <laughs> young people. But, but we, again, we found out that, yes, this younger generation is a lot more comfortable with the technology and they'll be ready to accept the technology in the workplace, but also they are equally negative about the technology in the workplace. That oh, actually wow. came out in, in the research. And then we also found that, regardless of age... If you use the stuff at home. So are you like, a, I don't quote the, the term, a digital native at home? Yeah, yeah. so you're, you're very used to using the technology yeah. at home. Are you then likely to be more receptive of digital technology at work? Again, yes, you are, but actually you're also negative. So in other words, you have this expectation of how you use the technology mm. in the home life. And quite frankly, you, you want the same experience at work and you're not getting it. Yeah. So there's that dichotomy of what you're capable of doing and what you experience. Because the interesting thing is when you look at adoption of technology and the technical devices and handheld devices mm-hmm. and iPads and, and other pads available <laughs> and smart <laughs> devices and tablets and all that, the great thing about them is that people just pick them up and can get used to them and use them straight away. Mm-hmm. And you just think that's mm-hmm. a, it's a real shame that th- there's a lot of ease in using these technologies and still companies aren't or organisations aren't being able to make the most of it. And I just think about... In where my wife works in the school the students are provided with tablets and straight away they're picking them up they're using them for learning and they don't need training the staff need minimal training so Alison I mean that's that's really interesting with that piece around disconnect between the leadership and what people want I mean digital natives at home aren't getting the same experience in work and it being the spread across age groups and verticals as well so that begs the question for me then what can we do about it So the research provided us lots of statistics, but it also analysed the good rollouts. In other words, when a a digital rollout was a success, what categorised a really good digital rollout? And these nuggets are are brilliant for the listeners to be able to grab hold of because these are proven ways of actually 
having success with rollout. So let me share with you. Oh, wonderful. Can I share, share with you the, the wisdom? The, the top four, the top four areas to look at. And I feel and like we need a jingle. Like do you the, think so? Yeah, like the charts jingle. Go and on countdown. No, I can't okay. do it. <laughs> so, uh, but I'm not going, I'm not going from down up. I'm going from the top. All right. Okay. So, and actually it is from the top. It has to be, number one is this clear digital leadership. In other words, there has to be a very clear vision from the top of the organization as to why that company is investing in digital. Because so many people are worried about their their roles and their jobs if this stuff mm -hmm. comes into the organization. So all the time the organization gets the vision right from the top, they'll get success because people can actually see, okay, we're, we're doing this for a purpose and this yeah. is why the company wants to do it. So that, that's the, the number So that one. helps the buying because they'll be able to see that's how he's going to make this organization more successful yep. and this is why I need to embrace it. Yeah. In the research, that, that. they found out like 40% of workers, they've been given digital technology in, in the workplace and no one explained what it was there for. Wow. So, you know, That's huge though. It's, it's huge. And it's, that is massive. And you wonder why it doesn't work or why, exactly. why the rollout's not working. Those companies obviously made a huge investment in that digital technology and it was wasted because they hadn't actually spent the time. Because that sort of behavior will drive sort of people to feel excluded. Because if you give somebody something or piece of technology, go to sort out for yourself or yeah. they haven't been trained, it can be quite disruptive yeah, really for, for the individual as well as the organization that leads on to number two so you've got your the vision piece let's try and foster a positive act attitude to this digital technology within the workplace again going back to the research from, from memory 64 percent stated they actually weren't consulted prior to this new technology coming into their into the workforce and, and, and that's interesting because as an organization or a company ourselves yeah. we we're going through digital disruption ourselves and and how we do with me i mean as well as being a technology company we have to do things and we've digitized in, in many ways and when we think that comes to mind for me was around when we brought our bring your own device yep. strategy to help enable us to be more productive on a on the device of choice and, it, and i sort of get i mean people maybe argue about byd is it real is it not and whatever but it's a strategy that's happened in cisco and i feel like i am more productive uh, because of it and the one thing that happened, it sort of just happened. And next thing you know, you're seeing somebody walking around with a, and this is a, a while ago now, so it was an iPhone 3GS. Mm -hmm. And you're going, yeah. that dates it, so yeah. people who are aware of that. And you, you'd say, oh, where's that coming from? How come you've got that? And you, and you just go, oh. And you just go, I really wish that we were, this was communicated to us, that we're going through this. And you, we're, we're driving this train. This is how it's going to benefit us. So we all know what's coming. And it was just... It felt like it was driven from a technology perspective and not okay, from, apologies to Cisco, please can I keep my job? But it was it was very much in that perspective of this is happening yep. and uh, get on with it. Okay. And, and yeah, I just yeah. wish that there was a lot more communication. So, and, so you've learned yourself in terms of well, what Well, yeah, well, what, we've, we've experienced it ourselves. Yeah, yeah. You mean now yeah. where we are now is very, very different. I feel that we're very, we're, we're becoming very digitally aware and we're, we're seeing the benefits of being able to, wherever you are in the world, if as long as you've got a device that's connected to the internet, you can be productive, and that helps to get stuff done. So you're not coming home after a day of travelling, going, "I've got an inbox full, I've got loads of actions and things like that." So sorry, I'm going slightly off piece no, here. That, but that's good. So we've covered vision, we've covered you know making employees feel comfortable with what's mm -hmm. coming. So that's that's the kind of thing you're reflecting there. The third one was this idea of you know limit these organisational barriers. So this is an idea of it's there's no point just digitising everything in your yeah. company if you need to step back first. In other words, you know, are there 
is there legacy systems or processes that actually don't make sense to digitise? Actually, do we do we really need these in this new world? Let's let's maybe let's scrap it. Let's look at organisational silos that we yeah. have in our group. Do we need to look at that before we even start to try and digitise? So this whole idea of trying to get rid of those barriers before you try and digitise something. Because it's interesting from the report because it said that a huge amount of employees get it. They they get that digitisation is going to be able to cut costs. Yeah automate things and, and help the business be more productive the, the survey shows that i mean the people are there are will get it and i don't think they're they're looking at going oh my god it's going to take my job away it's going to actually make us a better better organization better company we're going to be better at what we're trying to do and more competitive in the market and especially when you look at how difficult that can be in the worldwide environment yeah. so yeah that was really interesting i found so what's number four number four communication I'm a strong believer you can't over communicate and this is a classic example that I've been told I can't over communicate <laughs> my mum used to tell me shut up Justin <laughs> shut up Justin thank you so, <laughs> so this idea that communicate 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 try and find different ways to get across the messages that you're trying to do but quite frankly the, the survey pulled out that actually employees like the traditional methods talking so, <laughs> talking training Brown. so investing okay. invest in proper training email communications those kind of things yeah a lot of them relate to and it works mm -hmm. but it's, it's always like maybe find seven different ways to get across the same message you can't over communicate yeah. when communications were strong that was when a digital rollout was successful yeah because it, the interesting thing that I, I remember picking out from that was was that thing of traditional what is traditional we talk about digitization but we're still talking about emails most probably having other ways of communicating just letting people know talking to people getting the, the the leadership all the way down through the middle management to make sure that their team are aware of what's going on and why it's happening and yeah. I'd, like you say i'd rather be told three times and none at all and 57 percent of those that they called out said they would have liked more information so it is, it's yes. a big lump. This, yes. I mean, these numbers aren't sort of small no. numbers. They're not like 3%, 2%. No. They're They're like, significant they, portions of the yeah. population feel, you know... Throughout, this, throughout mm -hmm. this, this, this piece of work. So we've talked about those things to consider. Yeah. How do businesses get it right? And what does best practice look like? Because it's easy to recommend. And are there examples out there of what I think maybe we've had a good go at it as Cisco? Yep. Mm -hmm. But are there other examples out there of, of what's gone well? As you say, Cisco's been doing our own Cisco on Cisco digitization, looking at what else is happening in, in other customers that I talk to and get to meet and get to read about in blogs. There's there's quite a quite a big list of best yeah. practices. The idea you have a technology champion, so someone who's an advocate for what you're trying to bring in, so someone mm -hmm. who someone can go and talk to, like, almost like a guru. Um, yeah. c create those individuals in your companies to help you with your rollout in terms of maybe even training your employees via using technical champions yeah because i've seen that before because we've had that internally where we've had walking clinics where where staff can just walk up to a help desk and go i don't know how to make this work or i can't get this to work and they will show them people there be like genius bars that yeah. are made by apple <laughs> and i'm sure other vendors have them as well but you can go there quite safe and and, and just go can you just show me how to make this work and, and they'll sort it out there and then instead of trying to open help desk tickets and on the phone and online or whatever and I know we there are the partner companies of ours who are delivering sort of digitalization that's easy for me to say digi digitization solutions and they have monthly uh, walk-ins as well where they yeah. just sit there at the, they stand there at the foyer and welcome people as they came in and go have you got any problems and I've even seen one of the universities uh, down in the southwest actually used to get their champions and to be there available in the atriums into the university to help students get on get connected as well so right. that's got sort of goes to show that it does 
go across all age groups. Early in the survey, we're talking about you know this idea that people's ideas were rejected by senior management. But it's something like you know, not all the good ideas will come from the top. So this a best practice is trying to make it easy mm. for an employee or groups of employees to experiment with something to see if it's going to work for them. Yeah, to, to put ideas and suggestions yeah. and actually see if they, yeah. Almost like give, give them a, a maybe a small you know, lab experience they can actually work out, actually, would this, this technology actually work for us? And if we had this, then what, what more could we do with it in, in our particular company? Yeah, because it was interesting. When we look at uh, one of the universities in Australia who were trying to uh, develop a digital solution based around Wi-Fi, yeah. and, okay, Wi-Fi is about connecting people, but they would actually say, what else can we get out of Wi-Fi? And they explained the capabilities of the technology to a, a student working group yes, and yeah, actually yeah. got the students, and this is a, it's, it's a public case study, it's Deakin University out in Australia, I think it's in Victoria, and they had got the students in, said, what do you think we can do with it? And yeah. said, well, this location, this technology allows you to just know where things are. And they end up creating a help desk type application where you can say, I can't find something. Where's the nearest librarian to come and help me? So that's the that type is, of, yeah. that was created through having work groups with students all the way through to the IT team as well. So yeah, com- an- combination of minds or combination of the, the kind of users that you need in your organization to yeah. come up with a proper solution. Yeah, yeah that's nice. that was interesting. And then, um, yeah, we talked about um, the importance of communication and trying to instill a really good culture within the organisation mm-hmm. come through a good amount of training for the employees. But I think okay. I think we all recognise a good practice is to give people the choice of mm-hmm. the mechanism of training. Some people enjoy training in their own time. Some people like classroom-based training. So ensure yeah. that you provide that choice for the employees so they can actually train in a way that makes that makes sense for them. Yeah. That's a, a good practice. So, so that's, that's, that's good because everybody learns in different ways, don't mm-hmm. they? Mm-hmm. But what about when you're rolling out? Because that's the bit, you mean, being a techie, and, and you go, okay, well, I've done rollouts before. Do you do, do you do big sweeping rollouts, or is it just, like, get the technology out there, or do you have... I mean, it, another good practice is you actually do a beta, an alpha or a beta. I, I, yeah, beta. Beta. We're not yeah. saying beta, are we? No, we're not saying beta. I have discussions with my son about when he says, oh, I've got the beta copy. Go, no, no, it's no, you beta. You have, have the beta copy. We speak English. Yes. So, well, you speak Welsh, but... Uh, well, yeah, yeah. Wenglish, I think it's called, <laughs> officially. But, the, yeah, so the idea is a big bang rollout may not necessarily work for everybody, and the best practice is actually do a small beta rollout to assess, to experiment if it's yeah. working, to look at the results of that and actually work out if you want to roll it out quicker mm-hmm. or, or fail and go on to the next experiment yeah. I think that's what I was seeing when we first rolled out uh, smartphones yep. you see people with these those Apple iPhone 3GS's and you, and you, it was this, you just get the green eyed monster because you'd be going how come you've got one of them I want one of them but, it's, it, but it is right, right. though because you mm-hmm. need to do it in limited rollout because then yep. you find out what the bugs are what the problems are because you don't want to have the worst scenario I can imagine is that you have a, a senior person in the business going I can't get my emails or I can't do this I can't do that that's my day job and yeah. That causes a bit of a stink, yeah. doesn't it? But I mean, it, I think you're touching on a, yeah, an, another best practice there in terms of Ooh. having. No, it's okay. You, you can come up with the ideas yourself. Okay. But, but the idea <laughs> that you have this um, online forums and things yeah. to enable people to have somewhere to go to discuss in terms of this is working for me. Actually, I, I've even thought of a better way of using this particular yeah. mechanism, or if we did this, would this not work for us better? You know, when I thought about that. It's a more for me. It was more like the forums. When you go to forum, it's generally about I'm looking for an answer or I've got a problem. But actually, forums could be there to be used to help develop the yeah. the solution as well. To build on the idea. Oh, well, yeah. great. Is there anything else from a best practice perspective? There's the whole idea around as an organisation when you're coming up with your vision, which of course is the mm-hmm. number one best practice. Yeah. Also, maybe get the senior leadership team to think about okay, for us, how would we measure if we're successful on our roadmap to that vision? Yeah. 
at the moment there, there aren't there aren't any best practices in that but just getting the, the thinking around from you know, a metrics, metrics perspective as I say yeah. you know how do you know, you, how do you know would, what does the success look yeah. like yeah. yeah okay because that is difficult isn't it because yeah. it's then because you talk about digital innovation and things mm. like that and how do you digitize your business I mean it, do you measure the success of or we've grown market share mm. I know it's interesting but or, it needs, yeah. it's something to think about yeah. of at least if they think about it internally what does success look like for yeah. them? At least they got their own metrics to use. Then it doesn't and have to be a. And is it something simple like employee happiness? You know, yeah. there's this correlation between happiness and quality of product. If you have happy employees, they produce a fantastic. And that's the interesting thing about that's that's from a survey yeah. getting that feedback, continuous feedback, because digitization isn't something that just happens once. It's an ongoing process. It's a, it's a journey. It's a journey. Oh my god, the J word. I don't yeah, like. sorry. Okay, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, isn't it? It's it's an ongoing process, and how you you develop it, evolve it, make yeah. it better start doing more things build on your success because if you get a company who's gone do you know what we went through the first time and it was okay but the next time they get better and better and actually becomes something that they can as they were like new different kinds of systems because you can anything not everything not everything can be digitized but there's so much that can be or be improved through digitization can't yeah, it correct so Alison that's been really interesting today because it, it, it's something that we talk about a lot to customers about digitization, but having a uh, independent report done that actually sort of quantifies it in a non-technical way. So it's not technology is going to solve everything. And, and looking at that, the clear leadership that's needed, that it needs to be involved everybody. Ultimately, it is all about, you know, technology is great, but successful digitization is about people. And if you focus on getting that culture right in your organization, the technology will follow along. Wow. I think I'd, I'd like to quote one of Mark Sainz, people, policy, and process, but people's first. People first. So there we go. Alison, thank you very much. It's been really interesting. Pleasure. And uh, look forward to having you on the next podcast. Yeah. Thanks, Joshua. If you're interested in finding out more, just head to the Cisco blog and search for Culture Clash.